This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car? while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Hi, this is Jason Garcia, and you're listening to Section 336. Today on the show, <laughs> what are you doing? Don't you hit a button after that? All right, all right, let's try it again. How long have we been doing You this? didn't hit that button, though. Weren't you supposed to hit the button? Because you started talking. No, I gave you a good pause. How long did it take you to get two buttons? All right, here we go. And then I thought, maybe should I go? Never mind, go ahead. Again, take it from the top. We'll, we'll do it live. Hi, this is Jason Garcia, and you're listening to Section 336. From behind home plate, your Orioles talk, Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, baseball is here again as pitchers and catchers report to Sarasota, but some Oriole players will be missing time to play in the WBC. Is it a big deal or not such a big deal? Speaking of not so big deals, the Oriole promotion calendar is out and we will break down which, which ones are the can't miss promotions. All that and more on this edition of Section 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zane Barone. I'm back. What up, 336ers? And back. the button lover, Josh Sroka. Just like this show, uh, I'm also represented by Scott Boris and just like Manny Machado. Mm, yeah. Little mistake there. I blame the guest. If, I blame the intern. If, that's his job. Oh yeah, that's on the intern. And I believe I questioned it on the show, and the guest said, "No, he is." Re- well, why would we trust it? Who is Ryan Blake? We don't even know this cat. But we appreciate huge shout out for Ryan Blake last last week sitting in for uh, the Zanny one. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't be here last week. I had a, a house full of sick children, sick children, flu, ear infections. It was a disaster. I couldn't even watch live on Facebook. I was I was disappointed, but I definitely listened to the episode after the fact. Uh, you guys were okay. Ryan Blake was tremendous. Yeah, he's great. The intern was outstanding. He's always good. <laughs> yeah, the intern. Don't worry. It. It's we're like a few minutes into the show. Internal show up in about ten minutes or never. Well, you know the show must go on with or without you, Bird, and we got plenty of guys lined up to take your spot. So you that, are replaceable. That being said, I can't be here next Monday. So. Okay. <laughs> I do like I think I think it's important that we stick to the Monday nights like like glue. Why is that? I think it's important to have a schedule. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. Consistency is yeah. important. Consistency is the art of something. Well that that's <laughs> Well said, we... well said. Words of wisdom from the Zany one. I mean that, that that's been like the, our guideline since we started this show. Yes, consistency. Be- before we even knew we were gonna do a second episode. Two hundred and one pods ago. We said consistent three, three yeah. six. Consistently three three six three three consistently six. The only time we should sway from Mondays is if Josh bails because we can't. Matt we and I would have a hard time putting on a show without Josh. Here. It literally cannot happen without Josh. <laughs> we could talk into our iPhones. You guys, can, yeah. you guys can do it without me. We could talk into the mics, but nothing would record. It would take a lot of training. It would be like the perfect opportunity for somebody to step up, like in a, in, in an internship. Oh, situation. Right. What, are, what are you to be able idea? to handle like the production of the show if yeah. Josh couldn't be here? Yeah. That was always the goal. <laughs> it just. Well, we've had a few guys come in and fill in for the intern that have shown lots and lots of promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the intern himself? Well, at my age, I'm not going to learn how to do the production stuff. So I went to college for it, and I don't know how to do yeah. it. <laughs> we got a jam-packed show. We got pitchers and catchers are, are, are have reported. They're there. It's a big deal. Throwing something. One, one presume a baseball, probably. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they got to work their way up to a baseball. That's they're, possible. They're probably just stretching jogging short distances yeah yeah i'm sure they're doing a lot of fun stuff <laughs> but they're there and someone's there taking pictures of them i'm sure um tillman's tummy or whatever there there's also I <laughs> right mean, right that's tomorrow's when we find out who's gained weight right that's right the the, the wb the wbc we got to talk about the Orioles signed uh or acquired a new baseball player we got to talk about that you know new new baseball rules you got to talk about that i'm just i'm pumped we got a ton of stuff to talk about there's an adam jones scandal i'm hearing oh yeah let's start with the adam jones scandal let's start <laughs> let's start there okay well hey 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 <laughs> hey hey the intern's here intern in the house right on time yeah <laughs> that was on, that was on purpose you, know, <laughs> you had to break a window to get in you never rang the doorbell but thankfully, there's a doorbell. If you press the doorbell, it notifies me to come answer the door. It's how these things work. <laughs> but thankfully, doorbell, answer the door. The intern was listening a couple weeks ago. We listened to how you broke into your own house. 
so he was able to break into your house and, and be here. You're, did, you're going to need a new arm did bar. I go, did I go into details on how I broke into the house? I don't know. It was on yes. air or off air. Because I, I think it was on air. Because I haven't fixed that yet. Yeah, you might want to fix that. Right. Ooh, I know. Yeah. Thanks. And there's a lot of people who listen to this show who know where you live. Yeah, thankfully. have been here before. Most of those people live in Montana who listen to the show, so I think you're, <laughs> you're okay. Yeah. Hey, here, here's an outfielder. Uh, center fielder. Played virtually his whole career with this team. Kind of the centerpiece of this team. Signed a six-year deal. 30-year-old outfielder. Getting old. Starting to age. Starting to age. Numbers declining. Yeah, yeah. It's not a six-year deal, though. It's kind of the face of the team. Playing a little shallow. Um, and at this point, they decided and he agreed to move to right field. Are you guys aware of this? He agreed to move to right field. I'm not aware of that. Of course, That's... I'm talking about Andrew McCutcheon, oh. center fielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates, who always kind of remind me a little bit of the Adam Jones type. Right. Um, McCutcheon maybe had a little, a little more dynamic, a little more speed, but but, but also n- never lived up to the true potential of McCutcheon. Oh, I don't know. He was great for a couple years. He had a down year last year, uh, but he was great for a couple years. Anyway, also a, a guy they've a been wanting want to move him. Stud center fielder, and he agreed to move the right field, which makes makes you think Adam Jones also thirty or maybe 30, 31, I think actually at this point, um, it makes you think. It makes you wonder. Is it time for Adam Jones to make that move to right field? Now, the one difference, of course, is the guy playing center field is a guy named Starlin Marte for the Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. Now, in the Orioles situation, who would play center field? We move, <laughs> I mean, we're moving Hyunsoo Kim in the center. That's not happening. No. So I think, I mean, something that I don't know. I would imagine Adam Jones doesn't want to move from center field. But. His job is safe until we have someone who actually could play center field. Sure. Right. But the decision will come at some point. Uh, at some point, he's going to be asked to move. Yeah. You but, would hope. But he, he won't be asked to move until you can find someone to play. Sure. Um, there was some. Do you guys see these quotes about about the center field? Was uh, it Duquette's uh, quotes? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, first of all, it started like this, right? They asked Duquette, hey, Duquette, did Adam Jones. Ask, uh, did Adam Jones say something about adding defense to the outfield? Because Adam Jones has been talking about how they need to add defense to the outfield. Right. He could and use so some help out there. The question was asked to Duquette. Hey, Jones, did you talk to du- – or du- the question was asked to Duquette. Did Jones talk to you about Right, this? and we discussed this a few weeks ago about the fact that Jones isn't as good as he could be because he's got to cover so much left and right. Yeah, and listen to Dan, Dan Duquette's comment about if Adam Jones asked him about this. He said, no, Jones didn't talk to me about it. I noticed Doug Glanville recommended Adam could play a bit, uh, play a little bit deeper to improve the Orioles' outside, outfield defense. I don't know if Adam saw that or not. Doug Glanville, this is Duquette talking, is a former center fielder who takes a really close look at the metrics of players, right? And he studies them as the analyst for ESPN. I thought that was a pretty interesting comment from a pretty learned spectator, particularly a center fielder. He was a center fielder, went to the University of Pennsylvania, who follows a lot of, of, of ball games. So essentially, uh, Dan Duquette says, no, um, I didn't hear uh, that Adam Jones said that. And, hey, Adam Jones could play better center field. <laughs> right? <laughs> or could, could play a little deeper, yeah. Right, to improve his center field. Right. Did you, yeah. see, did you see Buck's comments? Uh, Buck said, I had Doug on a team. He played really shallow, too. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So with the Texas, Rangers. I don't think Buck's really worried. But I think that was a little bit Dan Duquette saying, "Okay, Adam Jones trying to run the team again, trying to do all the GM moves. Hey, I'm the GM here, Adam. Okay, you worry about playing center field in the right position. I'll worry about acquiring the players. Right? Yeah. A little, a little bit of that action going on. Which it might be a little annoying for Dan Duquette to have Adam Jones always spouting at the mouth about 
how they should improve the team. When Dan Duquette, who kind of knows what he's working with and what's available and contracts and all that stuff, is is dealing with that, and it's a, more, a little more complicated on his end. Well, <laughs> it's not just like, you know, no, and it's, let's add a let's add a elite defender. Okay, where from? With what money? Where will he play? Like, there's a lot of <laughs> other factors there that Duquette has to deal with that Jones doesn't have to deal with. Sure, sure, but uh, but yeah, but Duquette's known about this for a while. It's not like it's a surprise that hey, we need another outfielder. I mean, there were outfielders on the market. The Pirates have been wanting to trade Andrew McCutcheon. They've been marketing him. They've yeah. been trying to trade him. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably get traded at some point. Right. We've got some pitching depth, pen depth. Um, Dexter Fowler was a free agent yeah. at the beginning of the offseason. Yeah. There's guys out there. Yeah. He just So Duquette can sit there and say, yeah, I want to improve the outfield. But until he does it, it's just more talk. Right, and but, and the fact that he follows up that line with, I want to see how these young guys do, as in the Rule Five crap that he picked up, well, is concerning. That if he's hoping that that's how his de- how his outfield improves, I you know I think his outfield's pretty decent right now with a Hyunsu Kim, a Seth Smith, and Adam Jones. I'm okay with that outfield. What what's your so, all right? What happens when you get a left-handed pitcher? Um, when Kim can't hit lefties and Smith can't hit lefties. I, I would like to see Kim stay in there. And I know there's talk, maybe you put Trumbo in right. I would just ride it with Seth Smith. Or like, or you, you bring in, I, th- I know Angel Bagan's still out there. Fine. Bring in Angel Bagan. I don't care. All right. Have you forgotten about how many left-handers the Boston Red Sox alone have in their starting rotation? Yeah, and I know a bunch. And I know Michael Bourne's a lefty, but bring him. Fine. I'll be okay with Bourne. Yeah, Bourne's still out there. Yeah, I don't care. I'm all resigned to the fact that we're not going to beat the Red Sox at all this year, so... It How about that wild card? Well, that's yeah. that's because you're a uh, Petico guy, right? Petico? Oh, yeah. That, the Pakoda. Pakoda. A Pakoda guy. <laughs> All right, let's get there. Let's, let's let's get there. The the projections are out, boys and girls. Ding ding ding! Projections are out. Yeah, Fangraphs, yeah. Pakoda. They're Where, out. Where's the drum roll button? I don't think I have one actually. Get ready, guys. <laughs> Looking at it right now. Just as good. Pakoda. Let's start with Fangraphs. Fangraphs. First place, Orioles. Have projected the Orioles, who finished tied for second last year, this year to finish in last place. Ooh. 78 wins, 84 losses. Yikes. Well, that's pretty good compared uh, to Dakota, who has us at 73 wins, 89 losses, once again in last place. Wow. <laughs> Did we expect anything else? No. Those, 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 I, I'm still waiting for this study. Of how often they are right and how often they're wrong. I don't understand why people follow this when every year it's wrong. Here's what. Because um, it gives us something to talk about. Here's what Steve Molesky wrote. Uh, right like, can I just make out. a website and start making predictions and it's, saying. That's pretty I, much what we, it's we based, did. It's based on <laughs> science. Steve Molesky said uh, it has become almost comical how much the system has missed on the Orioles in recent years. Since 2012, the Orioles have won 444 games to lead the American League for those five seasons. We talked about that a lot. Best record in the past five years. During that span, Bakoda projected the Orioles uh, to win a total of 371 games. So we've won 444 of the past five years. They projected us to win 371. In 2012, they thought we would win 71 games. We won 93. In 2013, they said we won 75. We won 85. 2014, they said we won 75. We won 96. In 2015, they said we would win 78. We won 81, and last year, of course, they said we would win 72, and we won 89. This year, uh, as I mentioned, Pakoda says we will win 73, and spoiler alert, we're going to win 102. 
So, uh. <laughs> so they they they've blown it. They they suck at their job. I was looking at um. I was also reading, and I sent out a bunch of uh, tweets. I was on fire with Pakoda. <laughs> of course you were. Um, and and I don't know if everyone understood or got this, but I literally had Trump's tweets opened on one computer, and then on my uh, phone, I was I was just using the same words for several tweets, but replacing the New York Times with Pakoda. I got it. Yeah, you got it. I did. I but it. but not just with the one tweet, with every single tweet, all yes. of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, there's a night. There's a nice write-up on Camden Chat by Mark Brown also about the Bakoda projections. Do I do? Do we know Mark Brown? Have we? Met yeah, Mark Brown is part of Birdland Radio. Okay, he was here. Okay. We met him last year. Good um, guy. Yeah, and he has a nice uh, article about how they're continually wrong on Camden Chat. You should check that out. The only part I don't agree with is at the end, he says uh, the people who come up with the Bakoda are a lot smarter than me. The Apparently people not. who maintain it today are a lot smarter than me. The superior intellect has not imbued their creation with a good history predicting the fortunes of world seasons from 2012 onward. I would 2012 onward, I would say I've come on the show for the past four years, and when it comes to the AL East, I have the endearingly stuttering Matt Soroka has been better at projecting the <laughs> AL East than all these nerds have. And you're just winging it. I'm just kind of winging it. Right. Right? So, and you're, I would argue I am more intelligent. You're not winging it. You're like the old baseball scout using your eyes. Yeah. Like I, using I, the I, eyes, I not, not, not the computer. Not none, of this money, none of this money ball crap. And I'm not going to project the AL West or AL Central because I don't know those teams, but I know the AL East pretty darn well. And I'm confident every single year I can do better than Dakota. Why? Because I'm smarter than they are. That's the only logical conclusion. I'm smarter every t- I, I'm better than they are at their job. I'm more intelligent than they are. Someone pay me a lot of money to do what they do uh, and be more accurate at it. What, what's the movie where uh, Clint Eastwood's a, a baseball scout and the old guy and they're trying to move him out? You haven't seen that movie? No. Uh, something about the curve. Trouble with the Trouble curve. Trouble with the curve, yeah. They're trying to move him out because he's old and, and past his time and you got to trust these computers. Computers know what's going on. And Amy Adams, she knows what's up. Yeah. I, I listen. Uh, there's a whole bunch of reasons people give for it and try to explain it. Like, uh, it's because consistently Orioles outperform their projected war total. Um, I like to throw back. Every, I love it because millennials hate this, but I always like to throw out the, the word chemistry and the millennials all freak out. No, you can't. I can't put chemistry into my computer. It won't work. So I, I love to throw <laughs> ke- chemistry out there uh, because I think that'll. And how about like a good manager? How about having a good manager as opposed to a bad manager? Like, I think there's a, a, a bunch of factors. And when you're talking about baseball game of inches, it only takes an inch, an inches for, an inch for, with the game here, a game there. All of a sudden, you win two or three more games than you thought you would win. Uh, so it's very easy to, to take an 80, a 73-win team and turn it into an 86-win team. And we do it every single freaking year. So why would anyone – here's my question. Why wouldn't they have a little column added to their, their little databases for this year, like an Oriole, like – little figure like a bump up like yeah like based on managerial or figure it out somehow if you can figure out everything else can't you figure out how much a manager means to a team yeah. how much chemistry means to a team but they don't care they don't care about that and they, and they don't care well, because it doesn't matter if they're right they or wrong yeah it doesn't they matter care, they don't care how accurate they are they're just plugging their numbers but here's my question this is a very serious and important question in your opinion do you think the orioles the baltimore orioles in 2017 do you think they're a good baseball team? Yes, they're a good baseball team. You think they're a good baseball team, Josh? Sure, they're good. I think. Don't they, ask me great. I don't know about yeah, great, I'm but good. Gonna, good. I never I'll said great. Good. I said good. Yeah. Good. Intern, you think they're a good baseball team? Yes, I do. I think if you ask, I don't know if everyone heard that or not. I don't really care. <laughs> he said yes. He I said do. yes. Uh, if you ask the regular guy on the street, 
are the Orioles a good baseball team? I think most of them would say no. In Baltimore? Be- because of history. Yeah, because, of, because of history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't and, they think don't, so. and they don't have the stars. Uh, and they have Manny Machado, one of the biggest stars in the game. And and they, they are blocking the Nationals and screwing the Nationals and whatever I, else Major League Baseball wants to, to hate the Orioles for. I think most people around – and that's why you love to throw out the best record in the American League since 2012 because most people still don't believe that. No, yeah. if you went out on the streets, they would say Yankees. Playoffs, three out of the last four years. They, they, they don't believe – or two out of the last three years. They don't believe this stuff because of – Things like these projections sure. are always saying, hey, no, guys, the Orioles right. really aren't that good. They don't have good players. They're really not, not that good. Right. But, the, but, but we win all the time. Right. Isn't that what makes a good team? Scoreboard doesn't matter. It's all about yeah, – yeah. Give me the team who wins a lot, and I'll take them over the team who's projected to win a lot. That, that makes a, a difference. It makes a difference if you're asking the guy on the street right now before the season even starts, and if you ask them like in the middle of baseball season, hey, are the Orioles a good team? If they're paying any attention to baseball standings, they're like, yeah, they're a good team. They're okay, in the but, top two of the AL East but every throughout off the season, season. Every offseason, even during the season, the millennials will say, you know, the Orioles really aren't a good team. Ask any team attrition, even Oriole fans. No, the Orioles really aren't that good. They have right. a lot of holes. Right, they're getting yeah. lucky. A lot of holes. They're, they're, they're again. Eventually, they'll regress. They like to say right. they'll regress at some point. They, they We've can't. been doing it for five years, but you know, at some point, how many times regress. do we have the pitching staff can't handle it? The, oh, yeah. the, the bullpen won't last. We, Zach we, Britton's going to fall apart. We don't get on base enough. Our woba's too high. Whatever. Our, our Brian Mattis is going to blow it. Well, and that we'll, we'll, we'll cut him. So no, there's no worries there. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, people don't realize and don't give the Orioles enough credit for being so good. Now, we've talked about on the show, too. Is that good enough? No. Like, we won a World Series. Like, we have enjoyed this five years of winning, mm-hmm. and that's good. And But now we're kind of ready to make a little push in the playoffs. And that's where the goal is now, not not just 500, um, but to win. Um, but, again, we're going to destroy those projected numbers. I guarantee it. I'll put anyone want to put some money on. I'll put money on it right now. That no, we're we'll, going to just destroy those projection numbers. I think so. I think we'll beat those numbers. We'll Not do anymore. our we'll do our predictions in a few weeks. Do wow. you uh, do you put any credence in that? Uh, I mean, we already discussed a few minutes ago that, or I went on a rant about how good the Red Sox are going to be, and we went eight and eleven against the Red Sox last year. The worst record. Against any of the AL East teams mm. last year was against the Red Sox. Good call. We're probably not going to improve on eight and eleven next year against the Red Sox, and we're also in the interleague play, uh, which accounts for twenty games. We're playing the National League Central Division, which includes the Cubs, the Pirates, the Reds. Um, it, it wasn't. It's not the AL or the NL West that we played last year, where we dominated. We were in fourteen and six in interleague play last year. I mean, yeah, but that's the positive take, of the, we don't have to do that West Coast trip. I guess, but they're better baseball teams. Sure. Um, where, you know, you take away that we're not going to win eight games against the Red Sox next year, and yeah. we're probably not going to go 14-6 and six in interleague play. I mean, there's probably another 10 losses right there. Yeah. Well, if we win, uh, but, but 10 losses still puts us above the projections. Sure, but it's not putting us in the playoffs. It was, I mean, and this is all, it goes back, I mean, that's like the similar debate well, Zach Britton can't be as good as he was this past year. He can't be perfect. Right. But you could cite, well, Chris Davis isn't going to be bad as, as he was last year. You could argue Adam Jones had a down year. You could argue that we have a full year of Dylan Bundy this year, which he didn't last year. Sure. You could argue that Kevin Gossman and Dylan Bundy will continue to progress as starting pitchers. So right. That, can, our, that you know, our lineup's a little better with Seth Smith and, and guys like that. Yeah, not, not a lot better, but maybe a little better. 
So I think these arguments can go both ways. And I, I hear what you're saying, Bert, but I think they, again, the arguments can, can go both ways with that stuff. And I mean, the, the central, I mean, they have some bad teams over there too. They do. Right? Milwaukee Brewers, but I would argue that the, the Reds Cubs too aren't good. No, the Cubs and Cardinals are better than the Dodgers and the Giants. Um, Dodgers were pretty good. I thought last year. Yeah. The, the Dodgers are up they there. They won 91 games last year. Yeah. That's pretty good. The Cubs won 103. Yeah. Yeah, but again, and the Cardinals I think are better than the Giants. I think that's fair. Just like Zach Britton can't be perfect next year, the Cubs are not going to have that same record. I'm just saying. Remember, the Cubs got to 103 by playing a lot of games against teams like the Atlanta Braves. I think. I think. I'm not trying to defend Pakoda, but they have. They they're not just pulling numbers out of their butts. They they have to look at things like right but, schedule. But how can they and be how, so how, wrong every year? How other teams have improved and how. I mean, we've we're virtually the same. The only thing is, we're hedging our bets on Bundy and Gosman and Tillman being, or well, Tillman staying the same, but Gosman and Bundy stepping up and improving and being better than most of the projections think they will be. Yeah, yeah, and I That's think fair. I think they will be. Yep. Um, but I, I mean, it's it's uh, we're taking a chance on it. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to know what what can you project for Bundy this next season. It's really tough. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, a couple comments from from the the chat room. Uh, Chris comments he has nothing to say, but then asks, <laughs> "Well, yay baseball, which I appreciate." Hey, uh, uh, that's what baseball. we're all about here. Um, Jacob comments that uh, we'll have a minimum of eighty eight wins, nothing too extreme. Uh, that way, I'm not too surprised if we exceed that or do worse than that. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a moderate estimate. We'll get into some uh, predictions later in the next coming weeks. In the coming weeks. Um, I feel like somebody's hacked your mother's Facebook. Bonnie, that doesn't sound like my mother. <laughs> she knows way more about baseball. She is really knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah, Bonnie's made a comment. This that is before we signed the twenty-three-year-old uh, phenom from the Mets for cash. We'll get to him in a second. You know, and Bonnie, you know, also commented that we what will happen first: O's wins the World Series, or UConn women basketball or UConn women's basketball team lose a game. They're going for their 100th win tonight. I heard that, yep. Against number six, South Carolina, so that should be fun. As you G know, I'm a huge fan of collegiate women's basketball. Yeah, you, you are the expert here. Gigi also <laughs> pointed out that the Red Sox have lost their DH. That big poppy is gone, if you want to put that into the Psh, The, the Red Sox are not hurting for bats, that's for sure. Yeah, they they have a young team who's just going to be better than last year. It's the, I, I mean, I have no doubt the Red Sox are going to be great. I think the Yankees with their young kids, are going to be not yeah. as good as a lot of people think. I don't think the Yankees oh, really? are going to be good. They, no. You're not buying in? They were I'm not buying into these young kids. I'm not were, buying into the lack of starting They, were, they we were, were pretty hot for yeah. a while there when the young guys came out. We were surprised at the end of the season how well they were playing. I know, but you see that all the time. Young kids come up and get hot all of a sudden. Then pitchers adjust. I think there's going to be an adjustment period for these young kids. All right. Uh, so I think they're bad. I and think the Rays are improving, right? The projections always love the Rays for their defense and pitch. Right. They, yeah. they put too much value on who needs pitching? Who needs starting pitching? Or they'll say, we don't need starting pitching. Maybe they'll sign Matt Wieters. Yeah, so, so Tampa Bay, I think, it's not going to be good as people think. We went 13-6 and six against the Rays last year out of uh, 19 games. The, the, the Blue Jays, I feel like, have an older offense. They lost in Encarnacion. Mm -hmm. They do have good young pitching, but we'll see about that, that older offense. With Batista and Tulowitzki not not young anymore, and then the Red Sox are going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I don't disagree with that. Red Sox are going to be great. So it'd be it's it's fun, it's exciting breaking this down and, and talking. That's why you play the games. Yeah, absolutely. And you leave early when they're getting blown out. All right. <laughs> so but, you, you you like that move for the twenty uh, three year old from the Mets? Uh, Some cash. Okay. Uh, uh, Gab <laughs> Gabrielle. Gabrielle, you know. You know her. 
You know, yeah. You, you know, know it. You know Gabrielle. How about the? You know, um, if any, if ever, a team is willing to give you their player just for straight cash, homie, you're not getting a great player. Let's all just let's just yeah. put that out of the way. Sure, sure. He's not starting for the Orioles in the Orioles uh, starting rotation. He's not zero chance. Right. Uh, you know what? Best case scenario might come and help the bullpen in the middle of the season. I don't know. He he might be like he'll might start. Oh, I, I guess he'll start Triple A. Or maybe Bowie, uh, and then you see and you and you hope maybe it turns into something like what like why not I guess um, I saw some Mets fans were unhappy that they lost them just for cash money, but um, but no that's not he he's been in the Mets organization since the age of seventeen yeah wow that sounds so. like some stuff that we used to do in South Korea yeah maybe going after fourteen year olds maybe he made a brief appearance that were on Scout Craigslist. <laughs> He only pitched 18 innings for the uh, Mets last year with a 6.38 ERA. Young, athletic South Korean on sale on Craigslist. But he always ha- he has decent numbers down in the minors. We were suspended for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's why we don't do the foreign markets anymore. Yeah. Keep our dollars in America yeah. and the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So are you excited about Genoa? I, it, I don't, I'm not even – I don't even care. Unfazed. Unfazed. Don't, don't care. Yeah, yeah Exactly. Excited it if he hurt. helps out. At, at depth, we, we have no depth starting pitching, so good. Sure. And, yeah, I can see people say it's a Duquette move because Duquette grabs people that nobody cares about. Yep. Like zero downside and a potential upside. Right. And, yeah, and if he if he has an upside, we'll all get excited and talk about great move by Duquette. If he does nothing, he'll just sit down there just like last year when he signed Johan Santana. Yep. And I'll never make this podcast again. You know. Yeah. Uh. Uh, but unless we uh, we gave the Mets cash for him, yeah, cash money home. Yes. What if what if that's the cash that we're just short of for re-signing Manny, and we're like, <laughs> crap, we gave it to the Mets for you know, you know. I think, you know, I think all trades should be for cash. Forget this trade in players; they should all be just cash. Well, deals. that's how it used to go back in the twenties, right? Right. And players would just like you would pay a hundred thousand dollars for Babe Ruth and. Right. He was on your team. Yeah. That's how all, all trades should be cash. Just cash money homes. All right. Uh, we got some World Baseball Classic. Make it, we're still talking about There's so much stuff to talk about the Orioles. And I, I can't wait to talk about the new rules uh, of baseball. This oh, new boy. Rules. I hate the World Baseball Classic. I do, too. Why? Because it hurts your team. I've never watched it. Has anybody ever watched it? It's in the middle of spring training. If you're going to do this, do it during the offseason. Who does it hurt? Who cares? Um, well, the Orioles, uh, Machado. Castillo, Jones, Givens, Scope, Castillo, and then uh, Wells and uh, Lombardutzi, and whatever this Lombardzi, uh, Yun Shu are the guys who are in it. And I Bless think, you. and I think having Wellington play for the Dominican Republic for whatever that is, March sixth through twenty second. So with practice, he's like a month with the Dominican Republic instead of with our pitchers is a problem. Why? Because he's our catcher who okay. has never caught for any of these pitchers. He's down there you now. You know how we talk a lot about the chemistry between weeders and the staff and things like that that you can't measure? And how it's kind of bullcrap because he can't frame <laughs> pitches. Well, yeah, he can't frame. Yeah, but this so guy. And if it was all that valuable, right. we would have re-signed him. This guy, yeah, or this he would have signed with another team. This guy can't frame pitches either, but how about knowing what to call? Well, what, what's worse? Um, a new team who hasn't even – because presumably yes. Matt Weeders will sign somewhere. Uh, at least you know Castillo's on your team. 
and he's down there now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's worse than whatever team's going to. How much does he get to know a pit? I mean, you can look at a pit. You can look at tape. You can talk to him. I, I mean, I don't think you need. I don't think you need to go on a men's retreat for two months and and hang out in the sauna together. You get to know a guy and, and, and what he throws. And there are plenty of spring training in the regular season. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't think it's. I think it's no deal. No deal. They're playing baseball. Yeah, but not with each other. Who cares? I don't know. I think pitcher catcher relationship. There is something there, and that is a concern. I don't think so. Uh, any other player? My only concern is injury. It's like the Olympics. I don't watch the Olympics. I think the Olymp- Olympics are lame. I'd, I'd I'd rather watch exhibition baseball. That means absolutely nothing than the World Baseball Classic. But that good. that means even less than it's, exhibition. But game isn't there an element of them getting to support their home country? I guess, but I don't care about that. Don't yeah. I mean, don't they the, get to w- support the game? Their- are the games even on television? I'm sure they're on like ESPN Ocho. I guess, and then the only players you're going to know are the ones that are Major League Baseball players. So you Otherwise, could be watching spring training. There's going to be a squad of foreign guys you've never heard of with meaningless stats that you don't care about because they're playing in some random league in some foreign country. You know where I like it, foreign it, people playing for meaningless stats? The Little League World Series. I'd rather watch that. I'd rather watch that, Because too. at least kids cry at the end. Thank right? you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only reason to watch the Little no League World Series. No one's crying after the WBC. I want to see some emotion. You know who's going to cry at the WBC? Me, if Manny Machado gets hurt playing for the Dominican <laughs> Republic. I won't, because then his his uh, price just went down. Are you rooting for him? Yeah. Any injuries so we can afford him? Yeah. <laughs> no, that that didn't come out. That didn't come out right. That ca- I was just being zany. Just being zany. <laughs> But it's good for other countries, right? To promote the game in, the, in, in you other know what? Countries. Probably, probably. I'm, I'm fine. There should be a cutoff below Triple A. Once you hit Triple A, you should not be allowed to play in the World Baseball Classic anymore. And I guess I, I mean I I'm putting my own foot in my mouth, but we've been to Sarasota. We know that spring training games, you watch your star players for one inning, and then it is literally uh, less than single wave or you know guys you've never heard of. I, I'm a I'm one of the biggest Orioles fans around, and we were watching guys in Orioles uniforms in Sarasota that I had never ever heard of before. But but they're guys that you hope to hear about in the future. These are guys you're never going to hear of them again. But it's a very faint hope. Like, yeah, it's like when my dad would take me to a Frederick Keys game as a kid, and I would get all excited, and my dad would squash that and be like, you know, none of these guys are making it to the major leagues, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. I shouldn't get excited then. <laughs> yeah, like one out of one, one out of a million do. That, yeah, one one half of that guy's leg might make it to the major leagues one day, and then he's gonna give up six runs and he'll never be back. <laughs> all right, all the games are on the MLB Network, which I need to get and, that back. Mine yeah, doesn't include my TV package. Me either. I, I and what I said I said I'll wait until baseball season, then I'll go up to whatever the extra hundred dollars a month is to I'm get with one you. channel. That's so annoying, though. No, you missed me complaining last week about the fact that Masson's is one of the only two uh, stations that won't allow streaming. Major League Baseball had worked out deals with everyone else. I did, yeah, I did hear you say that on last week's um, show. All right, so I pulled up the t- I pulled up the TV broadcast. The first round from Pool A will be on March sixth at five a.m. at ten thirty p.m. at five a.m. five a.m. ten thirty p.m. five a.m. four a.m. Guaranteed, I'm not watching any of it. Pool B has the same times. Pool C, here is the Dominican. Where, where, where are the games at? Th- those are in uh, Seoul, South Korea. Okay. And, yeah, Jonathan and Scope Tokyo, and his brother have to play for the Never- Tokyo, Netherlands. Tokyo, Japan. Where they they still have to play a play-in round in Asia. So Scope and his brother are leaving uh, on February 28th yeah, to go earlier, to Asia yeah. Yeah. to play right. a play-in game. Yeah, that's the first round round robin. 
And I think um, in the chat room, Jacob and Andy bring up a good point, saying that Givens is the only pitcher that's that aff- that's affected by this, right? That's going into the the WBC. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's good because that's the one concern you would have is maybe is pitchers because they're real careful in spring training about the pitch count, and now they're under another manager, and so your worry is that the manager right. not going like, to like the All Star game. Sure. Right. Not going to uh, now here. Pool, value that pitch count. We'll see. This is the one that all right. Maybe I'll watch a little bit if I pay the extra money for the MLB Network. Which is Pool C in Miami. So they so they play at Marlins Park, Canada versus Dominican Republic, Colombia versus U.S. And then they rotate. So then Colombia plays Canada, U.S. plays Dominican Republic, and then they rotate again. It's a four-team little league of U.S., Dominican Republic, Com- Colombia, and if Canada. there's any team that scares me in the World Baseball Classic, it's Canada. Eric Bedard. So. Is he still around? <laughs> the good thing is that for the our U.S. players, it's in the U.S. It's in Miami. It's then in San Diego, so I imagine that's one of the reasons Jones maybe signed up. And then it's in L.A. for the final. The finals is a single elimination series in L.A. at Dodger Stadium. So whoop de do. All right. Well, that's enough WBC talk, huh? Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. That's enough WBC talk, yeah. real baseball let's, class hey, talk. Let's not talk about it again. Until the outfield for hurt. Team USA, Adam Jones and Andrew McCutcheon will be playing together. Ooh, who oh, plays center? I don't know. I'd love to see that in Baltimore. I might have to watch it. I don't know why. I won't. Send Brad Brock north. Okay. Send Zach Britton north. Who's the manager of Team Neither USA? Neither of them will want uh, our relievers. You want to take Zach Britton and some No, they're, re- they're rebuilding mode. Zach Britton has one year, one more year after this. They're, right. they're re- rebuilding mode. Jim Leland. They're looking Head for prospects. The uh, manager for Team USA, Jim Leland. Yeah, that guy keeps on kicking. Good for him. Good for him. All right. Other news this week. Baseball <laughs> rules. Yeah. You want to go with this stupid rule? Well, well, no, no, no. I think. Well, I think I don't. We don't even discuss. They're they're discussing adding a starting a runner on second. They're gonna extra they're gonna use it below the double baseball, A. Yeah. They're gonna use it in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a reason I, to watch. I think we all agree that's probably a good idea. No, it's but, a horrible idea. I think it's good. <laughs> why but, do you change? Why do you change the rules of baseball in extra innings? Why do you right. change the games of football in 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 uh, in the uh, whatever overtime? So if you could have, I think one of the things that we do really a good job on this show is coming up with alternate rules for baseball that they should embrace. So if you could, other than the, the traditional boring way of let's just see who scores more runs in extra innings, if you come with a more exciting way of doing extra innings, what would you guys propose? I have a couple ideas. I think every inning you lose a man on defense. That's not a bad idea. I like that. So see, that's each, the kind of thing extra I'm inning, about. someone has to go away. You can take away any position. You just lose a man. Every inning. I like that idea. <laughs> because it's kind of like hockey when they do the three-on-three yeah. over time. That's exciting. Yeah, Did you is. come up with that? Yeah, it's off my head right now. Are you I, serious? Yeah. Because that um, is pretty that's good. A really good idea. I feel yeah. like he, he stole that off of somebody. Yeah. That's too good for him to come up with. No, I, I thought all day about an idea, and my idea that I thought all day about is not as good as that. No, I, I, <laughs> thought, I thought about it earlier, too, and I didn't come up with that idea until right now when I thought of the idea of imagine like the 17th inning. When you have a pitcher, a catcher, a little, and, a, and a center fielder a that game. have to cover the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, that's that's way better than starting a man on yeah, second base. Yeah, and you make tough decisions, right? Do you lose the catcher or do you lose the center yeah. fielder? that's when your manager becomes valuable. Yeah, that's good. Not to mention entertaining for everyone. Yeah, we're going to take that idea of the baseball, Josh. You're on to something there. Bert, you have any ideas for <laughs> It reminds yeah, me of the beat, Baltimore Blast. Beat that. No, I can't beat that. Uh, 
you know, it, I think it's fun to come up with the creative ideas. I think that's that's almost as creative as it, as it can get. Uh, but everything that I've heard come up, especially with the starting a runner on second base and things like that, like the fan base, the hardcore baseball purists, like it gets squashed down. Oh, yeah. Immediately. It's yeah. Like no chance. The total outrage. And, and I think, uh, you know, they – is extra innings not exciting enough as it is? No, it is. I think it's extra innings are pretty. No one's complaining about extra innings. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. It's one of the coolest things we, about baseball. Yeah, the, the wild card game was we were on the edge of our seats that entire extra innings. Yeah. The fact uh, that know. time does not run out, you can go all day until. Yeah, that's one of the things people love about baseball. And it's fair, right? Both teams have it at bat. It's, yeah, right. it's a very fair way. Yeah. Um, here, here's here's my no, idea. I've changed my mind. If we go with my idea, yeah, I like I'm that idea. For that, here's here's what I was thinking. One of the, and it's not a good. It's not as good as Josh. I'll concede right now. Even though I thought about my idea all day, <laughs> the oh, the reason that they want to do this is because the millennials aren't happy. Because the millennials can't go more than five minutes without going on the Snapchat story, without the game, meeting someone on Grinder in the bathroom of the, the men's bathroom. <laughs> they just can't go five minutes without doing something on their social media phone. Sure. So you need to make the games more entertaining. With this in mind. What's the most entertaining part for a millennial of the Camden Yards experience? The bubble cam? The grinder experience? No. <laughs> this is a serious question, guys. Everyone knows. The crab shuffle. Even more than the, the crab wave? shuffle. The wave? The hot dog. The hot dog race. The, the hot dog race. The hot dog race, people love. The millennials, they love it. They put the, For one minute, they put on their phones to see if ketchup or mustard or relish are going to win. Yeah. So extra innings. What's the condiment millennials most prefer? I think mustard, but I'm not sure. Ketchup. We can ask the millennials. Yeah, I think it's mustard or ketchup, relish. Ketchup, ketchup is too mainstream. Old school, yeah. You got to go hipster with the mustard or the relish. Yeah, it's old school. I like I like ketchup. I'm an old school kind of guy. I'm a mustard man myself. Yeah. So, and I'm a relish guy. So each team kind of picks... Picks the hot dog, ketchup, relish, or mustard, and they race it out on the jumbotron. And whoever wins, whoever you pick, win. That or yes, or at Washington, everyone loves the presidents racing around the field. Right. Uh-huh. Um, maybe here's just an idea: the other team gets to choose three players from the other team to dress up as presidents and run around the field. The other team. So, like, if if you're playing the Orioles, you're gonna choose. J.J. Hardy because he's really slow. Wayne Kirby. Wayne Kirby, if you're including coaches. <laughs> and they're going to race Hold around on. You're the field. You're allowed to choose first base coaches. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> too far, Josh. Too far. <laughs> they're going to race around the field against your CZ Sabathias yes. um, and whoever else. So it just a couple people love a good race. Old Pablo race. Sandoval. You know, another one. You Pablo could, Sandoval. Another mix you could throw in there is if you remember when we visited San Francisco last year, before on the pregame, we had to sign up one of our pitchers. For a cow milking contest. Oh, that's not bad. So you, we could throw that into the mix as well. They could exhume Kirby Puckett and make him do it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And I think I think all of these ideas are as just as makes it makes just as much sense as putting a runner on second base. It does. I think all these ideas <laughs> are just as serious and viable as putting a runner on second base. <laughs> this sounds like one of Cal Ripken's great ideas to make baseball better. Yeah, is Cal Ripken running things up there? Like, what's going on? What was his idea? Oh, I don't remember. They were silly. Uh, he might have had us start a guy on first base. I think he had a, a two-out in. Was it something like uh, the batter runs to third base after he gets a hit? Too far. I, too far, Bert. <laughs> Bert, too far. Too far, man. That's Come on. Too, we're uh, having a serious conversation uh, uh, here. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was Wayne Kirby can play center right. field, but he can never. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. In extra innings, the, the first base coach and the third base coach swap positions with the real third baseman and first baseman. Uh, and Cal had rules in there to make sure people couldn't pass his records. Like, you could only play 2,130 straight games. 
Then you have a forced day off. Right. This 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 has gone a bit silly, guys. Sorry, gone a bit silly. Yeah, I don't know. We, we tend to take it. See, there. I keep thinking of my idea of once you get down to three players. No, I think this is a great idea. Jeff. Well, here's my question: Is at what point do you decide that I would rather have another uh, defender who could be in the lineup than a pitcher? Because if you get the, if you get rid of all your defenders, you're going to have a, have to have a pitcher in their batting. Yeah. So at what point do you choose? I'd rather have Chris Davis. Pitch. Well, he would be a very valuable. I'd piece rather have then, right Chris pitch. Davis pitch rather than Darren O'Day bat. And yeah. You have to set a limit though, because you can't have less than four men in the field in on defense, because then otherwise you let one base runner on, he'll just steal every base. Yeah, but then isn't, <laughs> isn't that point. fun? <laughs> well, maybe you can do something where you can like trade a run for another position player. Like I'll, I'll concede one run if I get another position player. But right. then the visiting team gets an advantage. No, 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 because you always both teams bat. It's none of this football crap where only one team gets a but chance But you're basically with giving the visiting team the lead to start the inning just <laughs> to have an extra defender. Right. Yeah. But, but, but then you, the other opponent will have to do the same thing so he can catch but people who steal. Think about the fun of when you go down to a two-man team. Both teams have to play with two guys. You have a pitcher and a catcher. And if there's contact, the pitcher has to run out to get the ball. The catcher has to run out to cover the base. All right, well, then what happens to the lineup then? Because if it's, you're taken out defensively, are you taken out of the lineup? Depends. If you take out your, you could take out an outfielder or you could take out your DH. But I'd right, say you only have two men in the lineup now because you've been reduced to two right, men defensively. Right. You have two and guys. he gets a single, and then the next guy gets a single. Do you suddenly have ghost runners like right, when we were kids? Right. So there's two ways you can go. You can go ghost runners, or the some ways I would mix it up when playing with the youth group kids, is instead of ghost runners, no ghost runners allowed, you have to score to get your next at bat or you're an out. And then is there a way we can add pitcher's poison in this? Pitcher's poison? You mean where you you get the ball back to the pitcher? Instead of throwing it to first base, you just have to throw it to the pitcher. Yeah, that might need to come to play. Maybe what if just after the 10th inning, it's kickball. Or rundown. Pickle. Or uh, three flies. Yeah. You know what? Or 500. The, the it, ump yells out a number, and that's how many runs you get? It has potential. Yeah, it does. And in all seriousness, guys, some tweaks. The, the whole idea of putting a guy on second base, I think the conversation at baseball, whenever they came to decide, like, that was the least ridiculous of the ideas. <laughs> yeah. well, that doesn't sound too right. insane. Right. So, all right, fine. <laughs> right. But I bet it was a similar conversation. At what, right. We're gonna, don't worry. Just follow Section 336, and we're going to make baseball great again. That's right. Just throw out a bunch of insane ideas. Then the only slightly insane idea won't sound as bad. <laughs> It's <laughs> good. Let's um let's get happy, kids. Okay. Happy. Let, let's look at the promotionals. The promotionals. All right. The, oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. Orioles just released breaking news. Da 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 da. They just released uh promotions for twenty seventeen. We have our we have the first look here, um at promotions ever. Yeah. That came out four days ago. Right. Right. Don't <laughs> it's worry. annoying when the news comes out on a Tuesday or a right. Wednesday. After Don't worry. It's recorded. only been seven days of people writing articles about the giveaways. Um, yeah, but people don't read right. articles. They so, listen to podcasts. So we've got, right. we've got two bobbleheads. The millennials can't read. Right. Two bobbleheads. Yeah. Zach Britton, Jonathan Scope. Good choices. Yeah. I still don't know. And they must have made these promotions months ago because it seems kind of odd to not have a Trumbo bobblehead or a Trumbo anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, bobbleheads take some planning. I'm sure we're going to have a Trumbo t-shirt night. Oh, sure. Do you think uh, a couple intriguing ideas here? Do you think the Orioles Matt was a slap in the face to Matt Weeders? The Orioles Matt giveaway? <laughs> no, see. I, welcome, Matt. No, see, I think uh, it's the other Matt, way. Welcome, Matt, as I they think, tell him Matt to leave. I think Matt Weeders had something in his contract that the Orioles could not give away Weeders Matts. Mm. Or Matt Weeders Matts. Mm, so now I he's think, gone. I think they had, now he's gone, and he said, 
finally we can do that home plate welcome mat. It's a pretty pretty suspicious coincidence that they do a welcome mat the second that Matt actually leaves. I like with the bobbleheads that they they chose two. I mean, Zach Britton is obviously a superstar and well deserving of a bobblehead. Scope is a fan favorite, up and coming guy who just keeps getting better every year. Uh, he's going to have a better 2017 than he's had 2016. Yep. Uh, Well-deserving of a, a bobblehead. And they're two guys that have never had at least official Orioles right. promotional bobblehead. Oh, they haven't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe they had like the knockoff Royal Farms I'm, ones I'm, or something. I'm sure they had Norfolk ones. Oh, yeah, probably. But but, but still, never Orioles. Never Orioles so not, that's cool. Not the real deal ones. Right. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'm sure I'll get one on eBay. Yeah. I don't care at all about any of these promotions. Wait, why does Josh have to get one on eBay? Because he's not going to come to the stadium two hours early to I'm ensure not, that I'm he gets I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, Unless they up those the, orange carpet benefits. Don't, don't, don't worry. We also have the ugly uh, Maryland flag in the Oriole print because you have to put the Maryland flag on any, everything and millennials will go buy it. They they love their American their Maryland flag. Yeah. They love it. It's their favorite. I'm not. I don't hate it. I mean, I, I'm not going to go there two hours early to get one. It's not horrible. I'm, wonder, gonna, I'm wondering if the, I'm assuming the Orioles are going to wear that type of jersey that day. I would think so. Yeah, look so, at the intern. Intern loves Maryland. He's wearing a Maryland hoodie, Maryland wallet. He's got a Maryland hat, I think, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maryland yeah. Orioles hat. Yeah. That's what happens when you never leave Maryland. Millennials. They're the worst. The, you know, I don't care about these promotions at all, and you guys know this. No. I don't, well, I'll take or leave the bobblehead. You just the humor only, us. Yeah, the only promotion I ever cared about where it ever was like, I got to go to the game to get that promotion. There's only been one in the history of Orioles. That's that I, I had to go to get it. I think there were six. That's right. Giddy oh, up. the gold statues? Yeah, I had to get the statues. Yeah, they were, in, in 2012, they when they yes. unveiled the statues. Yeah, that was the best. The statue giveaways. I had to get every one of those six statues. Right. And I got those six. Other than that, I don't care. What a bobblehead. What was a bobblehead? I got a, some bobbleheads on my shelf. Just sitting there. I don't know. Are your old, wait, all, wait, all of your statues intact? Yeah, wait. they're all intact, and they're up on my shelf by my uh, in my office. I like that you praised your 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 statues for being on a shelf, but put down your bobbleheads for being on a shelf. Well, bobbleheads like a cartoon. The statues no, are know. dignified. No, the, the statu- uh, yeah, I know. Well, Emily yeah. looks at my bobbleheads and just shakes her head in shame. She looks at my <laughs> statues and thinks they're, thinks they're cool. Well, and then the bobbleheads look at her and shake their heads in shame. <laughs> <laughs> a lot when, of head shaking going on. When, when we were selling the house, our, uh, our real estate agent said, you should display those statues on top of the fridge to help people look around in the while they're looking to buy your house in the in the kitchen. We said no thanks and boxed them up. <laughs> I <laughs> have... It's a little uh, strange. I have Brooks, Cal, and uh, Eddie Murray, and I, so I need Jim Palmer, Frank Robinson, and Earl Weaver. Which I Not, get them on eBay or something. I'm sure. Looks like uh, Eddie Murray's Eddie, losing his, his. He's having trouble keeping it up. <laughs> that <laughs> his happens bat. with old age. <laughs> Baseball bat. It's his bat. His bat. Um, and and like classic J- J- Jacob Rock, classic millennial on uh the old Facebook uh live video, the chat room says Maryland flag script jersey and then he has some uh looks like bonfires going like the on. fire emoji it's yeah. lit bonfire emoji yeah yeah <laughs> so he wants to have a bonfire and burn the maryland flag script no, jersey. That's, oh, not what that's, what that's what i uh, i'm I with you jacob rocks let's I, set them all on fire did i misinterpret that that emoji that's what chris sale would do if yes, he was, on is our chris team. Sale available for that night Please say that's a Chicago White Sox game, and we're making them wear them too. Well, and he brings up the fact that a lot of people just go to the game, get the giveaway, and leave. Yeah, I, I, I know that happens. I because I've gone to the games like when oh, they gave out the bags, yeah, and the hooded filled. sweatshirt. Yeah. I got there butt early because I wanted to get one. I got one of the last ones as I was entering the gate, and 
on my walk from where I park all the way up to Camden Yards, it was nothing but people leaving yeah. with arms full of hooded sweatshirts. <laughs> it's like they were not going to the game. They just came and got the sweatshirt and gave. I don't left. understand why you would wait in line, pay for your ticket. I would just go. I'll do a job. I'll go to eBay and save me the hassle. Yeah, go to that's eBay how I line. feel. That's uh, I wanted for my shelf. I think it was the Crush Davis action figure, and I just went to eBay and got it. It was and, way worth the hassle. That, but that Earl Weaver. Did you say you needed the Earl Weaver statue? Yeah, it's only sixty nine dollars right now on eBay. Sixty nine. Oh my! That's I more might. Than I want to pay. You might find mine on eBay. Well, She's you know 69. what I. You know what I can do though is I got the Brooks Robinson one because I had a JJ Hardy bobblehead from JJ Hardy bobblehead night. I don't want a JJ Hardy bobblehead. I want a Brooks Robinson gold statue. Mm. So I got online and. Did it even trade? Someone got ripped off. That's a good deal. That's at least two bobbleheads for a statue, I would imagine. At this least guy, two bobbleheads. This guy. And a J.J. Hardy bobblehead? Was that the one with the, the glove the, on the head? No, the it's one right there with the, the orange jersey. The 2012 J.J. Hardy Fans Choice Baltimore the, Orioles SGA bobblehead yeah. is going for $49.99 on wow. eBay. See, that's a pretty close trade. Okay, that's pretty fair. I would trade... All right, I'll, I'll get on the internet and trade later. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it right now on the uh, <laughs> throw out some proposals there, on the bro. podcast. I'm going to take over the podcast and just try to make trades with the <laughs> listeners right now. <laughs> Anybody who has a Jim, I really want the Jim Palmer one. That's the best looking one because he's standing. How on many one do you leg. have? Do you just three. Have, I got three. three. Oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, how do you not have all six? Yeah, you gotta have that's all lame. six. Well, I wasn't in the plan in 2012, you huh? guys. I was. Uh, I had to buy my own tickets. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that was before the days of Section Three Through Six. It was. We were we came shortly after that though, right? Don't worry. The Jim Palmer's a steal on eBay. It's flooded the market around twenty bucks. Are you serious? Yeah, between twenty and twenty five bucks. Oh, go lay it down, Bert. Hey, give to our bucks. Patreon account so that I can buy a Jim Palmer <laughs> gold statue, preferably one still intact. Yeah, or for free, Bert. You could break into Josh's house, listen to a couple of podcasts to go, and you can figure out how. Yeah. Let's break into Josh's house and just steal his. Well, or uh, your dad has all six of them, right? He does. I mean, out of town you, he doesn't month. need to inherit. You guys don't need to inherit them because you have your own already. So we wait till you wait till he I dies. I can wait. I can wait. Right. And okay. we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, you're right. And you know we, he listens to the show, Bert. Stop. That's right. Love you, Pop Pop. We will we will sell them on eBay, and Bert can buy him. <laughs> Sounds about right. Give me that three three six discount. So you guys excited for the bobbleheads? Sure. Why not? Whatever. Yeah. Fine. I'm excited uh, for eBay. nothing. Hey, giveaways always Actually, nice. I do think the replica stadium. Could be cool. Yeah, but there's no pictures of it. Half yeah, the there's, stuff, no, there's pictures. no pictures. Right, of it yet. right. The idea is cool. There's a Manny Machado starting lineup action figure. Is that going to be like the actual starting lineups from when we were kids? Yeah, it'll be like that Brooks Robinson one that's over there on the See, shelf. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool, but but we don't know what it looks like yet. We guess we we'll have to wait till June. Whatever. Whatever. People get excited. I'll go early. Yeah, it helps them sell tickets. Tickets are on sale now. You don't got to go early. Either. You I won't gotta, go early. You just got to know what gate to go to. That's true too. Gate. But uh, if if they had their own season ticket holder gate where yeah. every season ticket holder was Carlos, there, don't get him started. Right. Carlos, don't get him started. I like to start the fire. <laughs> don't feed the beast. You know what's it's interesting? Now time. Uh, you want to talk? I can let you talk more. What, what quick, to move one us more on. quick point: the, the hooded sweatshirts. They're doing those again. I yeah, think, I got, right? yeah, they are. They are, and I got screwed out of last year's. For the record, we all went together. Uh, I got and one, I, and I just chose a different gate. For the I, record, I got one too. Carlos found me one, and I forgot to go to the stadium and pick it up. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Well, these are good. I tried to go on FanFest Day. And all the office was Josh has proven the point. You just got to complain, complain, complain. Yeah. So I want to get tired of hearing it. You have to start. To you. you know what I did? Start your own podcast. You know what I so did? You get an audience that you can complain no, to. No, no. I said, "What would a millennial do? 
whine. <laughs> yeah. Twitter, <laughs> Snapchat. They everything they want. Just whine about it. Where, where's my trophy? The thing is with the hooded sweatshirts and anything that has the potential to be nice, like a jersey, like the script jersey. Right. They're going to ruin it somehow. They're, it's not like it's an Under Armour jersey or, or a, a, a Nike sweatshirt. Like, it's nice, but it's the quality of yes. something they're giving away. So – I don't understand why people go and get like dozens and dozens of people them. love giveaways. They're not that great. It's yeah, a giveaway. Giveaways. It's cool. It's nice. It's nice because it's wore... free because it came with the the purchase price of your ticket. But it's not like you're getting a sixty dollar hooded sweatshirt for free. It's you know you maybe would pay eighteen dollars for it at Kmart. Exactly. It's not that great. So exactly right. And you that... dummies that go and get thirty hooded sweatshirts, I'm I'm really jealous. Well, of and your if you life. got thirty, you weren't <laughs> getting them for free. You got thirty for like. 15 16 bucks each well yeah it, but ticket. it came with the purchase price of the ticket but then these dummies who don't right. even go to the game or buy nothing but tickets yeah. just to get hooded sweatshirts yeah not dumb. to mention they look now, like a douchebag totally as, as they walk now through. there's one there's one giveaway the orioles have done recently where you are wrong about that okay. and i am shocked that it is not on this giveaway list because it is the most popular giveaway on ebay ever buck show watch a gnome no surprisingly <laughs> no gnomes this year the Baltimore Orioles Hawaiian shirt. Ah. Really? Brand new ones are still going on eBay for one twenty five. Shut one, up. 170, 135, 195, 200. Shut now, up. Now see that's dumb too, because it's the same quality that they're giving away. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, if it's you want to pay crap. if you want to buy a two hundred dollar Tommy Bahama Hawaiian t shirt, you can buy a really nice Hawaiian t shirt for two hundred dollars. But it's not yeah. gonna have the Oriole bird on it. You yeah, they do sell like high quality Orioles Hawaiian shirts, like or, tailored and everything, like nice stuff. Not, I'm not saying I would ever buy it. But is it free, Bert? But if I had two hundred dollars and I wanted a Hawaiian shirt, I would not be buying the one they gave away to every dummy that went to the game. I'd be buying the name oh, brand one. Now, as diehard fans are dummies now, Bert. <laughs> well, I I might have let that slip. <laughs> how, how I really feel. Well, I just typed. Unless or- you listen to this podcast, and I love you. <laughs> I just typed Orioles Hawaiian shirt into Amazon. Cannot find one. Oh, get out of here! There's definitely some. I think they sell them at the Orioles store at the warehouse. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to have lunch at uh, Dempsey's this Sunday, so I'll I'll check out the store and, and see. And tweet what's out a picture of it. I'll tweet. I'll tweet. I do nothing but tweet about at the Bert Orioles. Brody. I'm a great follow. You wouldn't want to miss this. Right, tell, tell just tell people when you're at Dempsey's. People show up. I'll be signing autographs at Dempsey's on Sunday. <laughs> and then I'm going to the B&O Railroad Museum if you want to join me there with my children. Oh, do you get in there free as an orange carpet person? No. Well, I think you might, but I know you get in free as a Maryland Zoo member this I month. I think now's a good oh, time I'm to a hit Maryland, that button, I'm a Maryland Josh. Zoo Thank member, too. <laughs> it's now yeah, time for three up and three down. Part of the show where we share three ups and three downs. That's what we do. <laughs> hey Who would like to go first with their up? Oh, I did. I did this. I prepared for this oh, one this week. Oh snap! Bert I know. prepared. Oh, I'm gonna give it up to uh, Dewey Beach. Dewey Beach and Rehoboth Beach. That's where I spent Super Bowl weekend last weekend when my whole family was sick. In fact, my wife and two of my children didn't even join us because they had to stay home sick. Oh, that's too bad. And I brought my other, my oldest child with me, and she proceeded to get 102 fever on Saturday mm. night before the Super Bowl. So we, we were checking out the medical center at Dewey Beach, which was actually not too bad. It was super friendly. Oh, Dewey but Beach Dewey Beach is the bomb. It's, it's way better than Ocean City. Why? 
Um, it's not trashy. It's not as uh, trashy. It's, it's more like Outer Banks, Ocean Less City millennials, style. more older people. More rich people. A lot of great outlet shopping, a lot of great restaurants. They got a dogfish head uh, restaurant there and brewery. Oh, oh, nice. Delicious. I don't know about the outlets, but I could get behind some dogfish. The boardwalk there. is much nicer. Um, so, uh, and Rehoboth, it, Dewey and Rehoboth are like literally right next to each other. So you can do both in the same trip. Uh, and it was fun in the off season. It's a lot shorter drive than driving to the Outer Banks, which is where I had spent Super Bowl weekend the last few years. Yeah. So I'm going back. I'm taking Laura. Uh, is that your new thing now? The kids. I love Dewey Beach. Is that your new thing for for the Super Bowl? Going there? I think so. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, it was it was nice that it only took us two hours to get there and two hours to get home on Monday. Can't you can't beat that? It driving to Outer Banks it takes like a whole day. Yeah, that's seven hours. Fun. It's part of the fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys got kids. Never mind. I only took the one kid, and it was just nice to be done with it in two week, two hours. You suckers with your kids. <laughs> You'll be there soon, buddy. We put the crib together this weekend. Hey, should have put that as my down. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've been there. My my up is NBA basketball. I'm getting real into the NBA. Really? Yeah. After this show last week, I went home and watched the end of the Cavaliers Wizards game, which. I mean, everyone talked about it for a week. It was an unbelievable game. Uh, LeBron James hit an insane, like, fadeaway three off the backboard to send it to overtime. And the Wizards ended up losing. Uh, but then the Wizards were televised again. I love it. They're keeping me in tele- televised because I don't get the Comcast, whatever, sports network where they're on. But they've been on ESPN. They've been on ABC. They're, they're on TNT tonight again. And they're playing really good basketball. And I'm into the Wizards. And I say NBA because I also yesterday – I watched, or was it Saturday, I think, I watched um, um, Kevin Durant go back to Oklahoma City and play uh, Westbrook, and it was just, it was a real, oh, I, I mean, did see the drama, a bunch yeah. of people with their cupcakes booing Kevin Durant. It was just fun, exciting basketball, uh, and I was rooting so hard for OKC, uh, just because they're a better sports town, and, you know, Golden State is now the big, bad giant because they have all the great players, um, and they ended up losing. I mean, um, Oklahoma City ended up losing, but it was just fun to watch. The NBA is really at, at a good spot right here. You know what I did last Tuesday after the game, after the show? What's that? Or Monday? Yeah. I watched the Wizards-Cavs game. Oh, did you? Yeah, wow, I, I watched, Josh. I watched it was a great over, game, right? I watched the overtime game. Yeah, they lost at the end. Yeah. But it's the first time I watched NBA basketball, like for real, in uh, 10 years. Yeah. The Wizards have a great start in five. Bradley Beal, who is always hurt, has has stayed healthy. John Wall is playing um, as he's playing great, as good as he ever has in his career. Otto Porter is that third guard that's uh, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And they have a guy, Maurice Morris, who is uh, who has a number four man stepping up big time. It's Marquise. Oh, Marquise Morris. Thank you. Uh, and, and some sweet uniforms. Yeah, and they got the, the Polish center um, holding it down. And uh, it's just that they're, they're, they're a fun team. They're a fun team. Go We're basketball. Center. Yeah. So the NBA, if you're not – behind in the nba and you're not in the wizard this year you might want to jump onto this because uh it's going to be a fun it's going to be a fun february and march um into into april and may with the nba this year it's going to be fun my up i'm changing my up out uh after uh, you guys complaining about being parents uh too <laughs> because I, is that what i did <laughs> a little a little bit a little bit uh because i love listening to the podcast it's how i get through my work day all the time and a few weeks ago i ran, found the Podfathers by Barstool Sports, uh-huh. mm. and it's three dads talking about being dads and complaining about dad life, and it is a great, great podcast. Is there, I bet there's an episode about putting a crib together on there. I guarantee there are, yeah. and it, it's 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 great. They're at all different stages of fatherhood, 
from like an infant to an 11 year old. So it's definitely one you guys and some of our listeners would probably enjoy. And I check can't out. wait till my parent, my kids are eighteen and on the verge of moving out of the house. That's my that's my stage of parenthood that I'm. Yeah, there's other. <laughs> we don't leave at eighteen. Oh, my kids are. <laughs> believe that. No, the millennials, man. There's, are these are the millennials? Or are they a new generation now? The kids today. Um, they still the millennials or are they something new they're the millennials even though i think the kids today millennials don't want but they're still millennials yeah yeah they're gonna be in your house till they're 30 yeah it just gets no, worse i think they'll be better i think we just have this gap generation of millennials and who are whiny crybabies yeah, yeah because at some point yeah it's gonna get old and the, yeah. the next generation and our generation our, our generation is gonna raise kids better we're not gonna settle for that millennial crap nope Every time my kid looks at sabermetrics, I'm going to zap him with something. Yep. <laughs> Brooke got a participation trophy, broke it in half. That's right. That's how you do it. That's my right. oldest daughter wants a dog, and I said, yeah, when you move out, you can get a dog. So my she kids, can't wait to move out. My kids had a dog. It's now at a farm. We got rid of our dog. Oh, your dog's gone? <laughs> yeah, our dog's gone. What happened? <gasps> we got rid of it. When? Uh, two weeks ago. Is it still living? It's still living. It's at a farm uh, or something somewhere. Oh, Upstate. It's living with some old people. It's somebody else's problem Yeah, it's now. somebody else's problem. Uh, somebody else's three legs of crap. Oh, my. I didn't know that. That's shocking. Uh, good for you. Are your are your kids concerned that they could be next? Uh, well, if they, I told them if they lose a leg, yeah. you got to be on your best behavior because if not, you're gone. Yeah. What about arms? Do they count? Any appendage or just I would the, think uh, an, I would think an arm would be in a, considered an appendage. Yeah. Yeah, but see, the problem is our dog got down to three legs and got really grumpy and not liking <laughs> kids and people. Well, and, I would too if someone took away one of my appendages. Right, and that's the thing is one kid killed. Can't blame him. One, one kid killed ripped, in spirit. <laughs> took off the leg and then. Uh, it's will to live. <laughs> right, so then our dog didn't like our kids or anything anymore, so we had to move on with the dog <laughs> instead of having a grumpy three-legged dog. Nothing worse than a so. grumpy three-legged dog. I'm not a dog person. I hope I don't offend any listeners, but I cannot stand. Right animals so we like the dog <laughs> it just needed a better <laughs> owner without animals kids. in general <laughs> hey ba- guys. baby monkeys forget it get it out of my face <laughs> is there any animal you do but you always go to the zoo the aquarium you're all over that stuff, I, I, right? I was trying to be polite i was trying to think of a but, least but, offensive way to say i hate dogs but you used to own a dog yeah and and when it died it was like a huge burden off my shoulders oh my yeah it wasn't a fan Oh, my. Sorry. And on that, we got our downs. <laughs> what? Yeah, scratch off my down. My down is dogs. Sorry, dog people. But the at the aquarium, the jellyfish you light up, those are cool animals. Yeah. Oh, I love I love animals. <laughs> no, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just going back on what I said earlier. I just don't like dogs. They're loud. They poop. It's you know like what? having a kid that never learns to use the potty. You know what I like? Like my kid is still in pull-ups, but he'll eventually learn to use the toilet himself. If I had a dog, it's never going to learn to use the toilet. I'm I'm going to still be picking up its crap for the next 10 years until it dies, and then I'll be relieved again. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, dog people. Just not for me. <laughs> but I do like aquarium animals and zoo animals. Yeah, yeah. And other people's animals. I like lions and elephants and... Tigers and bears. Kangaroos. Just not in your house. Yeah, that's why I'll pay to go see your animals yeah. and just see them. And not have to clean them or smell oh, them. Yeah, or and say, look at all that crap over there that Matt has to deal with. Yeah, I'm leaving. These dummies. What, my goats? Don't talk bad about my goats. I like visiting your goats, but I would never want to take care of them. There, there's nothing to them. You throw hay over the fence once a day. That's it. Make sure they got water. Trim their hooves every now yeah, and then. Yeah, but that's still responsibilities I don't want. Yeah, fair enough. But and they're not like in my house. castrate them and get rid of their horns. And, and Although I do them. like they get they give you milk, right? Milk, yeah. They're animals that give back at least. And a meat. dog does nothing for me. And meat. But yeah. a cat. 
That's that's what I'm cats saying. Cats does even less for me. What? Shut up. Cats they they eat mice. They they protect the house. Um, <laughs> they they scratch you. They they turn their noses up to you. They think they're they're better than you because they are, Bert. <laughs> they make your whole house smell. I'll take my house doesn't smell of cat. I, I but I agree with Bert. That animal better have a distinct function or yeah. it's gone. It better be doing cute, something. Cute doesn't do it for it me. It better do something to make my life better. Yeah. If it's not. I got enough cute gone. in my life as it is. I don't need some animal trying to show up being cute. Yeah. Well, what about friendship? Companionship. I have enough friends. I, friends that I can talk to. But are, but are they loyal like a good faithful dog would yeah, be? Yeah, I would say more so. Oh, my. A dog. No, a dog. Psh, they ain't loyal. They're just going to poop in the yard. And then you got to clean it up. Or else then your real friends come over and they step in poop and they get mad at me because I didn't clean it up. But you know who won't get mad at you? Your dog. No, your kick, dog would just I'll love kick you. kick that dog. Okay. This is going. <laughs> we got to stop now. I would kick it to the we farm like Josh now. did. We got to stop Kick it now. in its one good leg. <laughs> Jacob says in the chat My dog room, somehow lost a leg and got faster. I don't know how that works. Uh, they overcompensate. It's like blind people who are then better at sensing things. Sure. Maybe so. <laughs> they get like a sixth sense. <laughs> Jacob says my up is simply baseball's back. Hey, Can we focus on that? That would have been, that, that been a good up. Baseball's back. Absolutely. I sorry I went on that dog tangent. Right. <laughs> I just don't like no, it. No, it had to be said, Bert. It had to be said. <laughs> Anybody else want to get their downs out of the way? Uh, I don't like driving. It's okay. 2017. We should not have to drive cars anymore. Get Thank over you. it. Thank you, Josh. Someone had to say it. Preach it. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Hey, find me a dog that can drive a car. And I'm a dog I'm person. Toons is a driving cat. Sign me up. I don't mind. What about dogs who, play, who can play poker? That's always a fun picture, right? <laughs> Give me a bunch of poker playing dogs. I'll take that. As long as I beat them. Yeah, I would they, imagine they're not they very good They let you poker. win. Yeah. That's the other. If they beat me, I don't want them. Yeah. And you take all their dog currency. Yeah. Give me that dog treat. Find out it's good for nothing except dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with this dog currency? He has a picture of Lassie on the coin. We're talking about it's the greatest dog of my generation. Do you, yeah, do you can't guys, wait till baseball season's really here. Do you guys know what I watched? Um, my wife and I sat down and watched a movie on Saturday night. Do you know what we watched? I have no idea. Lassie? Um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Rin Tin Tin? No. It, the main character is the mouse. Uh, mouse Hunt. Mouse on a Motorcycle? Ratatouille. Ratatouille. No, before Ratatouille. Fightful. Yes, but it's, it's not called Fifle. An American another, Tale. An American Tale. Yeah, we watched an American Tale. Fifle somewhere out there. Yeah. Beneath this great big sky. That's a that's a great film. Yeah. It's a great film. It's a, what's a wowie. A wowie is a wadge gavowing. <laughs> I, know, I know American Tale. Okay, okay. So that's your down? Don Bluth. It's down that my life has been reduced to watching American Tale on Saturday <laughs> night. That's my down. Yeah, we need that's baseball back. <laughs> We get emotional. Yeah, we get this emotional. Is, this is a tearjerker. Yeah. A brother and sister. Though, interesting fun fact. The baby in that thing, at the beginning they have a baby. Right. That baby goes missing halfway through. You never see it again. <laughs> Watch it again. Look for the baby mouse. He's there at the beginning. Even when they check into America, go through immigration, he says, we, there, there's four of us. But by the end, he's gone. It's baby's a, gone. It's a it's life like lesson. A, if it's, it's a life lesson that they don't talk about with all this refugee talk. Sometimes you lose people going over the borders. Yeah. And they don't make a big deal about it at all. Like they're, no, you got to move Fifle, on. They're all, it's a huge deal that five was gone. Baby, I guess they weren't very attached to. No one cares. Well, what's the time period of American Tale? Like, what, like the 30s? No, nah, before that, I think it's like 1890s. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the way it was back then, though. Like, 
if, if you lost a family member, you didn't dwell on it long. It's like you just moved on. But they dwelled on Fightful for a long time. They even sang this song. This is the sister and brother singing about each Good other. Good point. Good point. And another fun fact, the baby reappears in Fightful Goes West. The baby comes back. Mm. So. So. Was, there, was the baby male or female? Uh, I don't know. It's a baby. I would argue do, do, do that... Do babies have genders? Yes, babies okay. have genders. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where, where have we gone? Where are we? Where, what are we doing here? We got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, let's, we're let's, going long. Let's wrap it up. I'm sorry, I'm listeners. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened this episode. I do not know what happened the past thirty minutes. These are these are always the three three six are favorites though, where we go off the rails. Yeah, I'm busy. I, I, I just keep telling myself that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As our uh, listenership plummets. Don't worry. I just googled in an American tale what happened to the baby. Oh, is that a topic? Yeah, and then it says uh, qu- question mark. Also. If he got eaten or killed, then they don't mention this. Plus, he grows up in the sequel. Yes, he's in Five Hundred Leagues West. I don't know. It's a he. Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say if the baby was a female, they let it go, but it, they went after Five so much because he was a male, and he was the only one that was gonna carry on the family name. Mm, that's true. Good point. What Five? Uh, what was her last name? They had a last name. It was Jewish. Mouskowitz. Mouskowitz. There you yeah. go. Um, all I know is I was the whole day at school. I was singing. There are no cats in America. It's <laughs> <laughs> our favorite cheese. <laughs> singing in school all day today. It's a great, great, great song. Is that, does that millennial over there have something to say? Contribute to the show? Millennial. What, what, first of all, millennial. What, what have you seen? The American Tale. You familiar? Uh, it's been a while. It's been a real long time. All right. Me Any too. Thoughts, corrections, fun facts, analyses for today's show? Yes. So May twentieth. That's the game for the jerseys, the Orioles. The Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, script jerseys. May sure. 20th. Mark your tickets. So then you can have a bonfire and burn the jerseys. Good. <laughs> it is against the Toronto Blue Jays, not the Chicago White Sox. Even better, though, because then we can stick it in those Canadians' faces that our little state of Maryland is better than your whole country of Canada. Boom. Mm-hmm. Take that, Toronto. And I would like to argue that the Orioles material is not actually going for the prices on eBay. That's just what they're listed at. The only thing that actually had a bid was the Hawaiian jersey for $125. Okay. So you can post so, it for whatever you want, but yeah. it doesn't, it's not going to sell that much. So, uh, so, so those, you're really just so those contradicting what Josh said. I love that. Josh, respond. Typical. <laughs> Typical millennial. Yeah, the market price doesn't exactly reach the listed price, so you right. could underbid. And Economics still get one of Josh's less. strong pursuit. How do you underbid if it's listed as something? It says or best offer. OBO. Oh, I don't use eBay. Neither do I. Me neither. But I didn't know it was still a thing. Didn't Amazon destroy them? Didn't they? I didn't know that was still a thing. I think it's good for like vintage stuff. I uh, use Letgo. Actually, I do use eBay. I bought the Chris Davis action figure a couple on of years ago on eBay. I used to use Half.com back in the day. Is that still a site? I did that for a while too. but For not, textbooks. Now I just use Amazon. I was, a, I, I was a Letgo guy intern. Nice. And an American tale takes place in 1885. Look at that. Now, is that Five Goes West or the original? The original. Because I, I guess it makes sense. Five Goes West would, would still be, be in the Wild Wild West. Which right, is so 18, he would be in America. Everyone knows it was 1885 because of Back to the Future Part 3. That's when the old Wild West was going on. Yeah. Well, and and there was the they were making the Statue of Liberty during during the film, and it was mm. yes, you know, so it was it was it was before. Would you call an American Tale a work of historical fiction? <laughs> if it were novelization, 
if it weren't animals talking. I mean, along the lines of Johnny Tremaine is a historical fiction, right? Yeah, I mean, if you say like all the animals represent human beings and tell the story of human beings during that time, even like the bird represents the architect who is making the Statue of Liberty. Oh, and I also yeah. have a correction for Bert. Uh oh, that's rare. So huskies are the best dogs. Oh, they are he, quiet. Got you. Look at those huskies, Bert. The huskies are adorable. Don't even try to make me think that's cute. That. that is not cute. He's showing you adorable huskies. Look you how have big those to dogs, like dogs are. Now. Those are those puppies are adorable, but the they take the worst poops of them all. No, they don't, because they hide them. They hide them in your backyard, and you never see or, them. But you can smell it. Or in your pile of laundry, <laughs> or under your blankets. Yeah, the huskies are like goats. They're cute when they're little. But when they get older, you have to kill them and eat them. You know them what it is? It's like they get ugly. I was going to say, it's yeah. just like children it, until the eating part. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, it's like all those girls who think it's cute to go get a pig and have a pig because it's all cute when it's little. Then it becomes the giant pig. Carne cabeza comes, pig. Becomes babe, the pig. Yeah. Yeah. Carne, who's got the pig sleeping in his bed with him. I think it's adorable. Love it. <laughs> Bert, would you ever have a pig sleep in your bed with you? No chance. Would you ever have a dog I, I took care there, I took care of that in college. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, boys and girls. For more of this wonderful stuff, you can uh, subscribe to us on uh, iTunes. When does everyone Check else show past up at episodes. Episodes. One of the other players there. I think most of them are there already. Yeah, you can hear them roll like every now and then. Rock will tweet out so and so just rolled in. All they're right. all they're all rolling in right now. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, you you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Bert at Bert Rohde. You can follow Josh at Josh Sorka. And you can follow the intern at WWE. But I wouldn't recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Section 336 is an affiliate of 247 Networks. Find Section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. With any dream, the win won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good, solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.